Hi all, I want to take a brief moment to thank you all personally for supporting this podcast on YouTube and on all major podcast platforms including Google Podcasts and Spotify. The podcast mainly features interesting people in robotics, artificial intelligence and entrepreneurship. If you believe that the information that I'm providing might be of benefit to you or to someone you know, it would be really great if you could hit the subscribe button. and press the notification icon so that you can get notified on time whenever the next part is out it would literally take you a second or two to subscribe to the podcast but it would really mean a lot to me because i can grow the podcast to a level that where i can reach more people invite ever more interesting guests and have a more meaningful impact so let's begin now so, okay so um so when i but when i um train people in the method of legacy planning so if someone says well that is really interesting i want to become a facilitator myself then it's open so that is open training that is open to everyone this is open to the public and there's nothing there you don't need any any particular mm, 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 degree before that you just need an open mindset for that okay can can you walk us through a, a typical workshop how it looks like like from the beginning to the end just giving an overview of the events that take place during the meeting mm i can i have to look up if i can find some pictures that i can share with you later okay just uh, but um typically yeah but this the always there's a, the typical start of a workshop is um after the brief hello of course so and that doesn't matter if it's online or face to face so we we start with a so called skills build so we start with okay. a so called skills build which is the most important part of any workshop so where we just train people um how to use the lego brick differently from children's play so we we usually start with with um one except with the one uh, um task which is build a tower build a model of a tower and build it not as you usually would build a tower only use limited amount of bricks and um the way we do that um and and try to connect the bricks in a way you wouldn't usually connect bricks because it's okay. it's, it's just clear that you can let me just pick it it's normal it's just clear that you just click a brick like that so yeah. but there's thousand of ways that you can that you can uh, connect a brick and you would not even expect that because uh usually that is not how it is in the instructions You, you could connect a brick like like this so and build a bridge from that so and you wouldn't you wouldn't know that and so um there's so many different styles which is not which is the so called forbidden build in in in, in current in normal lego um and we, what we want to achieve with the tower is just show that is um different truth So it is whatever your your opinion is it's value it's value it's valid it's valid mm-hmm. and it's valid so um your tower is a valid tower only if you use um use a green brick on a black base plate and say this is a tower if that's okay. a tower for you then it's a tower for me so i can't really just uh. say it because it's your truth and i can't say i can't i can't judge how you perceive mm-hmm. a tower it might not be a tower for me but if you say that's a tower then how who am i to judge so it's different truth and that is um that is that is so what we want to teach the second thing we want to teach is 
to take people's uh, anxiousness of the Lego bricks. So, um, in every one or the other workshop, there are people that have not played with Lego yet, or haven't played for ages, or haven't grown up with Lego. Uh, uh, you, you mentioned about the tower building activity and how everyone's creativity is encouraged and mm -hmm. everyone thinks in a different way and one's definition of a tower would be different and, and that is being respected during the meetings. So uh, what is the uh, uh, what is the way it is conducted? Is it that everyone is allowed to work on uh, his particular uh, task individually and then you come together or is there also a team activity and then you arrive at a, a mutual consensus for how a, a tower <coughs> is how, or, or maybe you are going to cover that in the next part yeah i'm going to cover that in the next part the tower is okay. just the, the tower is it's just part of the skills so-called skills build it is just to teach mm -hmm. people a technical so-called technical skills so take people's um, uh, um, um worries away of using lego because people are just say, well, I earn 120,000 uh, euros a year, I should play year Lego. So it's also to take this away to, to show the playfulness of the Lego part. Yeah. And it's, um, but it's the way it is, it's, um, you as a facilitator, you, you ask a question, you pose a question, or build a task, we call that. Then everyone builds, and everyone shares, and then everyone reflects. So that is the group task. So we will listen to everyone. If, say we have five people in the room, we have 15 people in the room, everyone will be heard. Everyone, will, Everyone's tower will be shared. And then we will reflect on the towers and say, well, see, there's different different towers in the room, 15, 15 opinions, and all of them are valid. Mm. So that is the basic thing you take away. Plus, the way you, 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 you can um, connect the bricks doesn't matter. So you don't be afraid. The second skills we teach is... The so-called metaphor skills. So maybe we can. That is something we can do. And if I ask you, when I ask when I show this red brick here, I can ask you, what is this like a little brick, a red brick? What could that stand for? It could be a. It could be anything. It could be a firefighter, yes. for example. Uh, yeah, it could be a lot of things, right? Yeah, it could be a firefighter. It could be. It could be a, a red bus in the in the in the UK. Yeah. It could be a phone cell. It could be it could be a power. Um, so it could be an atomic bomb. So it it can be a lot of sausage. So it can be quite a lot of have quite a lot of meanings. So that is the, that is actually the difference between the way children's play and um, adults play. And that is um, then we do a little game of that. It's called explain that. We have people take four four to five bricks build them randomly together without any meaning and then I ask you explain how your five bricks model um, represents um, your closet and you just go and say use a, use a point stick and say well this brick means that this means meant that this means breaks that well, um, so and um, that's how people see how you can use bricks as metaphors it's very playful. It always brings fun. It always brings laughter, and then um, because you do strange uh, subjects, strange, um, strange, strange topics, mm -hmm. and everyone shares. And I, as a facilitator, try to make it, try to make an, try to build an atmosphere of 
where no one feels has to be uh, feel afraid of. So when, mm. when you fail, it's not a failure. So you're safe. If you can't answer uh, or you don't have a clue, it doesn't matter. You're not pushed in front of the bus. You're just um, you're safe. You're safe and sound and in a safe environment. And that's what my my task of a facilitator to help you through the process. And the third task of the skills build is just build a, a storytelling to combine A and B. So the technicals and the metaphors skills to uh, actually tell a story using Lego bricks. Build something. And I usually have the dream holiday or the nightmare colleague, depending on what, okay. what the topic is. Yeah. And this is explained just using the Lego bricks? This is just, you get three minutes. It's always time boxed. Um, you can take, build a model of your dream holiday using all the bricks, the 48 bricks you have um, in three minutes. And talk us through the dream holiday. And it's very interesting what people find out. And very interesting when I run meetups um, and um, uh, up until um, the corona situation, I ran um, a meetup every month in Munich. And I had really strange, I had a group of foreigners really coming together. They hardly knew each other. And it's always after two hours, people are just like, they don't want to go after two hours because it's just, just by asking a question like the dream holiday, they find out so much about themselves so hidden things, so, but they haven't known each other. So it's just very interesting yeah. how people just get to communicate and talk and 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 find out about just by by just a simple question like a like a dream holiday. So that is where we stop. We usually make a break after the uh, storytelling skills build, and then we go into the deep dive into the real work, uh, workshop. So and depending on the topic, I start with an individual build, which is really subject to the actual workshop topic. Tomorrow it will be the digitalization of the uh, and the insurance company, and then building on that, that's how we build a shared model. Uh, tomorrow we will build it online, which is different, which is a different process from from a face to face um, shared model. Um, this is a process we call Magic Hands. Sean Bland and I call Magic Hands. That's the process we have developed, where where people just use me as a kind of puppet. Uh, where they steer my hands and I ask people uh, what I should do. And so I take some uh, of the ideas and people guide me through the process and how and I will build a shared model being guided by my participants on screen. Okay. So that's that is, yeah, that's so. very, that's very, that, yeah, we, we, we put a lot of effort into that in the, in the last mm -hmm. four months to develop this process. And we, we've written a book about the, the online, how to facilitate Lego series play online. And, um, sparked a really con controversial, controversial about about that. Uh, it's um, it's uh, it's really, 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 it's a really effective process. So it's um, um, so we have to do it online because um, you could say you can't do it. You could argue you can't do it because Lego Cis Play is something you have to meet people in, in a room. You have to see them, but um, yeah. people still meet. So. Even if they are home at, in 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 a uh, in home offices, people meet. Mm. People have to make face uh, decisions. Yeah. Um, so and then people approach and say, "We want something where we can involve everyone." You can't just go and say no. Um, you can't. Uh, so it's like um, you have to help and support people. That's how I see my role uh, as a facilitator: is to help people, not by 
being directive and say uh, sticking to a dogma and saying you can't because it's uh, not it's not Lego Series Play because it's not in a, in the room. So that is yeah. um, different from from how I see my role. I'm a helper. I'm a facilitator. I'm I'm a guiding people to achieve a result. Okay, so so you had to reinvent the way you conduct workshops because of the situation yes, as well. Yes, yes. And uh, personally, which one do you prefer? Do you prefer the offline workshops or the new way of uh, conducting it? I don't really have a preference because they are both are very effective. See, uh, of course, in a face-to-face -face workshop, I can achieve a bit more because I can do eight hours. I can run eight-hour workshop or two-day workshop. Yeah. In the online world, I um, I would say I'm limited by the amount of people because it's mm -hmm. uh, six to eight people maximum, and it's four four and a half hours maximum because the 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 the, the new medium internet internet meeting meetings is very tiresome. Yeah. So exactly. I mean, you are staring at a computer screen yeah. essentially. So. And you have to, as a facilitator, it's 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 tiresome for a facilitator. It's tiresome for the participants. Participants have to have to watch into this screen for four and a half hours, and they are, they can't lean back because I will keep them on the go four and a half hours. But then you have, you have as a facilitator, you also have to uh, take care of several media. You have you have the mural board or mirror. You have the mural board. You have Zoom or any other media, which uh, you have the internet, you have uh, some side effects coming, someone is not uh, still muted, unmuted, you have to um, be more on, 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 on the concentration side to, to be very aware of your participants as a facilitator. So it's also tiresome. So so I could do eight hours, but I, when I have an eight hour online workshop, I split them into two. So we can make eight hours, but we take two days of four hours. Two separate uh, sessions. Two separate sessions, yes. Um, I'm a bit limited by the amount of bricks. I only can use a, a smaller uh, Windows, so-called Windows Expression Kits, is 48 bricks. Um, okay. Yeah, because it's uh, everyone has to need, needs the same bricks. But I wouldn't say it's it's a disadvantage. Um, you can do a lot with, with just 48 bricks. You can explain the world with 48 bricks. Um, it is just um, building a system. I definitely need uh, I need a face-to-face -face environment, but um, the the current situation and maybe when this Corona stuff is over, we we we're not that much affected because we have something to 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 prevent us from getting getting the 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 the, uh, the virus. So we um, might have so we will get back the CO two discussion, the flight scam. Flight, flight, flugscham, so they will come back. So, and I think people, I believe that people have learned in in the past six months that they have learned that they don't need to travel for four hours just to conduct a six-hour meeting and then travel back for four hours, or so, and that you don't have to fly from Berlin to Munich and back just for an attending meeting because you can do it online. So, and I yeah. think that the Lego CS Play method has been extended to this online world. So there are situations where you say where you can say it is better to be face to face and there are situations where you say we don't need to meet face to face. Mm. Save the money, save the travel time, save the CO two, save the emissions and let's do it online. Mm. So now you have two ways of 
conducting it as well and uh, you have the option basically when uh, for some kinds of meetings you can still continue with the face to face way of uh, holding them and for other times you have the option of doing it online so so yeah i mean uh, uh, corona uh, this this time that we are at it is changing the way we do a lot of things like even conducting meetings in offices and also workshops meetups everything is online so the things are being fundamentally changed fundamentally changed and imagine that we had um, shortland i we run we run a training in uh, i think it was may one of the first um, uh, online facilitation trainings and we had people from new zealand and people from north america okay. germany and the uk in the same training yeah. never been possible before so um that is just something imagine in a, in a, in a meeting in a workshop people traveling from from north america from new zealand they would be traveling for two days or three days alone uh, altogether just just to come to germany or uk for a meeting yeah. now we just say get your bricks we conduct a meeting we set up a call and we run four hour workshop and to have an effective yeah. and efficient uh, result where everyone has the same understanding and that is something that is absolutely new in 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 the, in the meeting world using legacy yeah. play for for these kind of workshops and that's why it was uh, that was the for me what a good thing about about the corona situation is um, uh, a new way of work yeah so the workshop is now accessible to lot more people than it was before accessibility is definitely right. so it like is very integrative you have different ways of backgrounds it's not only for academics it's you can use unskilled uh, workers mm-hmm. and and CEOs in the same workshop because they talk about a break the same language and now you can expand it even over continents that is yeah. amazing so that is that is that is really great mm. that's what I love about this method this is what I call the mind shift so it's um, integrating people from different backgrounds from different f- parts of the world just in, in, and we're just talking a bit a break about uh, a topic and use uh, a medium called zoom or teams or whatever whatever it is mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's quite interesting and uh, you get to meet new people and try to understand their way of thinking you must have also noticed the way because uh, previously you were conducting only in in germany right in the different cities and now you get to know the how the mindset of the people in other countries is right have, have you noticed some uh, significant difference uh, in the mindset or uh, because this is a creative activity so it is also probably influenced by how a person is born and brought up or the environment that he he lives in yes 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 your your behavior your habits are, are well of course uh, influenced by the by your culture and your your way you brought up it said that when you after after you three years of age you're you're part of a culture you're you're branded hmm. kind of branded that is how scientific scientific says um i must say the lego brick really norms people so um okay. there's um because you talk about the break it really works internationally mm-hmm. i haven't noticed that that it would not work at any culture even more introverted cultures 
um, like for example the Chinese culture or the Japanese culture where you would not speak out um, it is it really works it, it, it is no it, it works the same way as it works in the US with an extroverted culture but maybe sometimes I haven't tried yet but I would imagine a bit more difficult is feedback so okay. so you can use legacy play as a feedback tool uh, in, in team development and I think that could be a bit difficult because uh, when you are not not as a culture not used to speak out mm. uh, freely openly I think it could be a bit but I have not but I have not tried that yet um, okay. it would be interesting to find out though so what are the different uh, you know applications of this particular thing you mentioned that you know feedback could also be something that this can be uh, utilized for what are the other things that it currently works for it is very happily used in um, business development it is used or ideation product development it, a lot of people combine it with the um, design thinking method but not only in the prototyping uh, when you use it in the prototyping i wouldn't say it's legacy display it's better before when you define the problem uh, so okay. then it's used it's heavily used in agile in Scrum, for example, when you have the, the setup, um, the, the definition phase, and in retrospectives, which is really excellent tool, using it as a team retrospective, but also in between goal setting and um, values. In coaching, it's really used, mass massively used in coaching. It is used, uh, I also said it, being combined in with other tools like a business model canvas. Um, it can be used, it's used in IT, for example, when you, um, definition of, um, what's it called, when you, um, so what you want, so when you, when you define what you, what your product should have. Specifications. Yeah, specification, yeah, and the specifications, and the product specifications is used, so when you, when you have the, the, the generic description of what you want from the product, the specification, mm -hmm. it's not, it can't be used for processes, though. You can use a logo okay. break for, for processes, but it's not, it's, it's really everything that can be expressed with the metaphor. If you want to say, it's, the new product needs to be easy, then you build something that is easy. And then it's your task of that to, to really work out what, it, what is easy. So oh. that is for what you do after specification. So that on this level, it can be used. So, so essentially, it is uh, very effective for tasks that require ideation, brainstorming, creativity, anything that involves the uh, lateral thinking side of things, the creativity aspect of, or, or arriving at a mutual consensus. I think the mutual uh, consensus is. I think that's the main thing to have them um, to have mutual consensus and unlock the, the the knowledge of a team of several people involved. So yeah. it's problem solving as well. So problem it's solving. feedback, it's um, conflict management, conflict training, it's team development, building a team, coming from a group to a team. Um, it can be used in, in merges, team vision, where wanna be, how wanna be perceived. Um, okay. I wanna tell you a story which was very interesting, uh, where we were asked to facilitate a workshop in, um, at a software development company. And it was a strategy workshop on the first day we were asked to build a vision with the with the C level, so vision of the company. And at the end of day day one, we couldn't agree on the they couldn't agree on the shared model, so the shared vision. 
They just did not come to terms. Okay. So what happened here is that we had a result that they don't have a shared vision. Mm. So there's an elephant in the room that was never spoken of and which would harm the business maybe in two or three years' time. But now we had, we had this uh, problem addressed. So the result was we don't have a shared vision. We don't have a result. That is really, really the key. So it's not about getting um, everyone, hey, yeah, we're shiny happy people. It is mm. finding um, that there is no common consensus. So everyone that, is on the same page. Yeah. So that is also a very good um, uh, result is that you don't have a shared agreement, that you don't agree on something, because then you know there is a problem. So we we cut the workshop on the day one and said, okay, you don't have a shared vision. You have a severe problem. If you don't if you don't solve your problems, you will run into problems. So we replanned the workshop on day two and work with some completely different stuff to really help them to get on an agreement and to solve their problem, to solve their conflict. And that is a major achievement. And that's where you get paid for. So it's not only just playing the bricks, it is really finding a solution. And the brick is just a tool to achieve this mission. And uh, so you you mentioned that you came across this particular uh, set of uh, ideas or, or this wor workshop, the serious play workshop. So how old is this method? When was the first time was it introduced? Um, let me go back into history. So it was developed in the 1990s. Uh, really? Okay, I thought this is a very recent way of conducting meetings. No, 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 it was, it was, uh, I was, I was got it wrong. It was uh, developed, uh, the IMD in Lausanne, um, by, okay. uh, by two professors and, um, or, yeah, and so it was developed there and uh, Lego, Lego group uh, had a, seven, a group of 70 people um, at a management uh, training program at the IMD in Lausanne. So, and they come somehow saw that people using Lego, um, that there are two professors using Lego and the Lego group and those they come together. The Lego picked, they picked the, up the idea, brought it back to Billund in the Denmark and developed the, the uh, idea further. It was then um, part of the business line so it was it was in in a, in a, in a uh, company of Lego, which is not a Lego brand, but it was within a company of Lego, and they developed the method. They sold it as a consultancy uh, business, and um, the Lego method also helped the Lego Group in the nineteen nineties to to reinvent their business. Not only Lego CS Play, but okay. Lego CS Play was part of reinvention of Lego. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then um, it was still um, propriety, so it was Lego, it was Lego CS Play, it was a business line of Lego. You wanted to be trained in the method, you needed to be trained by the Lego group, and uh, so you couldn't just go out and run Lego CS Play workshops, it was then in Lego, it was Lego brand. In the uh, mid 2000s, it was decided that this is just um, not. It's very. It might be a profitable business, but it's only margin. It's it's only marginal business, so it's not core business anymore. So hmm. Lego decided. The Lego Group decided to bring it open source into the market, and there's an open source guide. And uh, since the mid two thousands, 
um, you just can um, go out and facilitate Lego CS play. So the reason behind the rationale, or the reason behind uh, making it open source was to have applications developed. To really, the Lego group wanted it to be a um, expand beyond what they have developed. So, like the okay. applications they had, like strategy development uh, or, or systems built, they said they deliberately said we want people to use it in coaching. We want them to use it to combine it with the business model canvas. We want to use it in design thinking, whatever, whatever there is. And um, Lego only owns the right on the name Lego, on the name Lego CS Play. And some of the materials they gave out, they sent out. But it has extended a lot after that. It is a com Creative Commons license. And, and the book that Sean has written here, the book here is, is published under a Creative Commons license. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So everything, um, um, the training he developed, the training model is a create is part because of its open source and an open source guide. And you don't even need to be trained. You can you can be a facilitator without any spending any money. You can go out and read the facilitators. There's an open source guide, uh, and say, well, it's difficult to understand though. But you can read it and say, well, ah, uh, I got it, and I want to be a facilitator. You go out and buy the material, which you have obviously buy from Lego. Um, you, you do not have to. There's different kind of. You just need to. Uh, there's there's something you have to take care about some bricks. But you can go out mm -hmm. some some bricks and say, yeah, I use Lego CS Play. I've been trained. Or you just go and say, I want to learn some quality. I want to know how to facilitate people, and you just do some training and become a facilitator. Um, but there's a lot of facilitators out there that have not even trained or have me haven't been trained in the method. They just read something or they just experience and say, well, that can't be that difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, it is difficult, though, because it's not like it's just, it's a process and it's it's about people. It's Why is it difficult? Because it's the way how to facilitate people. The so method the, uh, itself uh, is very easy because it's it's a four-step process. It's uh, build a, uh, ask a question, um, build a model, share your model, and reflect on the model. So that's pretty easy. That That's basically it. But... Um, mm -hmm using the right tools, the right language, um, the right tips and techniques to bring people to that extent that they come to the achievement, that is, that is that's the trick. So, um, yeah, so, so the people aspect is the difficult one, right? Uh, actually, actually allowing them to be fully engaged in, in the workshop, team and actually come up, come out with a result yeah. for example what do you do when uh, how to how to handle a group when someone drops out suddenly so how to take uh, make sure that everyone is included in the workshop in a shared model build at the same time and when someone has a yeah. objective that he's been hurt or she's been hurt and bring them back and that is that is something you can't read you can ask Lewis Hamilton um, to tell you how to how to drive a Formula One car, mm. but after that you will not definitely not be able to drive a Formula One car. Yeah. So, and you can read a book, and you can read a book about facilitation. You can read an open source guide of Legacy Play, but it doesn't make does not make you a facilitator. 
exactly i think experience would play a tremendous role and uh, from what i understand it's more an exercise in leadership because you are handling people and and so how long have you been uh, uh, conducting these workshops when was the first time that you did it how many years has it been uh i think it's been 6 years now okay okay so also 6 years of you know conducting these workshops and you know the encountering people from different backgrounds facilitating these workshops successfully how have you evolved over these years uh, i think a lot a lot uh, i've learned a lot from my mentor from sean i've learned a lot still learning still learning he's much more experienced than i am i'd say um still learning a lot from him um and of course um it is in the beginning it was often trial and error because the way okay. i've been trained was a um the way my my training was and unfortunately it's most of the trainings uh, as a facilitator you are just participant in a in a uh, in a training and you're being facilitated by a master trainer so he runs a workshop with you and you are just experience the method but you don't facilitate and i think almost every training i know is set up the same you're just participating and you you experience it but you don't facilitate but i think legacy play is about facilitating so and that's what i love about uh, the training that's why i run the the the, the only reason why i run the trainings with for Sean and as his works is because we train people becoming a facilitator so okay so that's the primary goal so if you'd come to me say i want to become become a facilitator i say yeah of course you can what's your motivation first what's your motivation why you want to become one secondly um in the second hour of our training you would go step into my shoes and facilitate a group of people so you would learn how it is what what could go wrong in a safe environment what could go wrong um and what uh, how people react on your behaviors so you are given this uh, the responsibility as a facilitator initially you know, from the beginning or you you get you know formally trained for a few sessions or you observe for a few sessions and then do it yeah yeah the first first hour is just i you run you through the workshop i do the skills build with you and the second hour that's the first hour and the second hour we just repeat the process and you would run the tower you would ask okay. people to build a tower and i would observe and the group would observe and you would get free feedback and everyone would just facilitate you would be trained as a facilitator and you would learn from my tips yeah. and Sean's tips and our techniques you would see our teams uh, techniques in action and that was what how to how people would you would feel how people react to behavior mm. so that, that i think that's the, the main difference uh in 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 legacies play facilitation or trainings and i think that is what really makes quality is become a facilitator really have experienced facil- mm. that doesn't say you're good at it but you have at least have um, been trained as fac- in facilitating people to become unconsciousness conscious um takes a lot of training not training but uh, expertise Experience. practice yeah practice 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 we say practice 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 so and i've practiced it and i i i have um i've went out in my first after my first training and i've been trained i think three times now so um 
After my first training in LEGO CS Clay, I got out there, facilitated a workshop. I've almost forgotten everything because I have never tra been trained how to facilitate a group, and was, and I was so sweaty. I was so, um, I, I was so, oh, holy, holy moly! How can I get along with them? everything? It doesn't really work out. Oh, it went well. So it, people don't know. So if you self, if you can um, show people self assurance, they would not uh, see that you don't have any experience. Um, so just be pretend to be confident, but uh, the, you can make your life much easier if you'd really had facilitated your first shirt model in a training in a safe environment where nothing can go wrong, and you you, you will make errors eventually, but um, it will be different. So and uh, you don't have to get your bloody nose on the, on the first client workshop. Hey guys, I really hope that you enjoyed this particular conversation and it helped you in some way, shape, or form. If it did. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification icon or the bell icon so that you can get notified on time whenever the next part is out. Also it would be really great if you could give me your feedback in the comments below. That would really help me improve. I'm uploading small clips of the long podcasts on a regular basis on platforms like LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram so make sure to follow me on these platforms. If you're someone who cannot take out time for the long episodes. The podcasts are also available on all major podcast platforms including Spotify and Google Podcasts. So if you're someone who prefers to listen to podcasts rather than watching full length videos, make sure to follow on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you very much and see you next time.